you know what it tells me? It tells me that whatever you do can have an effect if it comes out right. And it's something that everybody who makes music, everybody who makes a movie, you know, should understand that you have a chance to make something every time you do this that somebody will never forget. Welcome to the National Defense. The National Defense is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Kevin Costner is an actor, film director, and producer. He's won two Academy Awards, two Golden Globe Awards, a Primetime Emmy Award, and two Screen Actors Guild Awards. He has starred in such great movies as The Untouchables, No Way Out, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, Dances with Wolves, and Tin Cup. Since 2018, he starred as John Dutton on the drama series Yellowstone. It's our honor to have Kevin Costner on the National Defense. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Kevin Costner is on with us here on the National Defense. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Man, you know, to say that I am a fan is an understatement. I am currently driving a 31-foot RV with a Missouri license plate 10 cup, if that tells you anything. (laughs) (laughs) If that tells you anything. You know what it tells me? It tells me that whatever you do can have an effect if it comes out right. And it's something that everybody who makes music, everybody who makes a movie, you know, should understand that you have a chance to make something every time you do this that somebody will never forget. Too often, you know, what we make, you know, is a little disposable, but sometimes it sits with you forever. And it can be a a comedy like Tin Cup. It can be something out of the blue like Field of Dreams. Or, you know, movies are filled with moments when they're done right that we'll never, ever forget. Well, and the other thing, Kevin, is that uh, it seems like everything that you work on everything that you you put your passion into you, you really do it 100 percent. and whether whether that is a comedy or whether it's a uh, dances with wolves or, or whatever it is i mean you you do it full bore and i think that's i think that's the effect that it has right well you, that's what you have to believe because I, I you know i don't i i love doing what i do but i don't need to be away from home unless i think you know, there's no good reason when you tell your kids, well, daddy was working, blah, blah, blah. But if you can, but if, if you have the, some level of satisfaction that years later, when they look at the same thing that they remembered you being away from home for, you go, I know what my dad was up to. Yeah. That can be enough for me. Um, and, um, you know, that's what I hope they're going to say. I know what he was up to. Yeah, and, and this show, uh, Yellowstone, which, man, what, what a great show. It's on the Paramount Network. It's it, Thank goodness it's coming back on June 21st. But uh, that has to be, and, and it's, it's, such a, it's such a great show. Um, I, I'm kind of addicted to it. And the fact, that, <laughs> the fact that people are clamoring for the next season, the great thing about Yellowstone is the fact that these characters on Yellowstone, where did you find Kelly Riley? The, who plays your daughter? She, what what is up with her? Yeah, well, she's she's really a she's trouble, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's a, trouble. She's a man, she's, she, she's a man eater, and uh, but the director knew her, knew her work, and uh, you know, and 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 wasn't afraid to put her in, and and you know, written a beautiful 
stuff for her to, to do. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, you might as well just pull the cord on your lawnmower and just let her go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So, right. so that's, what, that's, what, that's what happens when she comes on. And I have a pretty dysfunctional family that I'm, that I'm, that I'm dealing with. But it's been a lot of fun. And that was, that was kind of the point of Tales from Yellowstone. We did the same thing with uh, Hatfield and McCoys. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah, I did see that. But, what, what, you were devil. Were you devil a, in that? Devil Land. And yeah. He wrote a concept record called um, uh, "Famous for Killing Each Other," and it's it's really good. It's about Appalachia. It's about that time. All the songs are about that. And we did the exact same thing with Tales from Yellowstone. So people end up liking Tales from Yellowstone. They they might even like. Um, uh, Hat, you know, the Kevin Costner, Modern West, the, the album um, Famous for Killing Each Other. So it just is how I'm feeling as I'm doing this show you've been talking about. I just listened to uh, Hammer and Guns. I'm very familiar with your band, Modern West. And the thing that uh, intrigues me about Modern West is the fact that you can really sing. You always hear about bands that are uh, fronted by uh, famous people. But, uh, man, you can really sing. It, it's a great band. And uh, and this there's a single out right now, right? Yeah, I think so. Won't, won't stop loving you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. And uh, I want to ask you though, uh, you know, about Yellowstone in terms of TV versus movies. And I know you know you've done television before, but you know it's such a different way of working, isn't it? I mean, and, and different ways of feedback. So you do a movie, you get the you know you don't get any feedback until it releases, but now you're getting weekly feedback from the TV show. How, how, how do you take that? Well, it, the work is not any different. It seems like the days start earlier. They go long. Um, I treat everything like it's the last time I'm going to do something. And so I kind of like, you kind of think about things that way. You know, um, every day becomes, I know it's not important to anybody else, but to me, the work I do at the time I'm doing it is I, I really focus on it. I let it go. You know, because I have a whole another life that's sure. much bigger than the movies. But I, but when I do it, I'm always kind of drilling down on it because I know that when movies are working at their best, they become about stuff you never forget. And so there's opportunity in Yellowstone to do that. The writer is the creator has set that up, and um, you know we we're we're out there punching. It's a little dysfunctional, you know. Uh, this drama we got in the middle of Montana, but it's uh, it's going on, you know. Yeah, I, I saw a very song about Beth. You know, you mentioned Beth, and there's a very sexy song, you know, about Beth. Uh, better called Better Let Somebody Love You. You got to check that one out. Um, it feels like stripper music. <laughs> <laughs> Montana strippers. Okay, here's an alarming stat that you probably already know. of military service members' spouses sleep six hours or less every night. Gee, wonder why. Could it be you have to move again, trying to get everything done while your partner is defending our country? Any part of the military is stressful, and it may be that you've got the wrong bed. Well, Sleep Number Beds wants to help. Sleep Number Sleep IQ sleepers who exercise daily are the most restful overall and have the lowest heart rates. 
Discover the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed for proven quality sleep. During the Veterans Day sale, save $1,000 on a special edition smart bed, now $1,799. Plus, exclusive offers for military members. For a limited time only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash defense. We're talking to Kevin Costner here in the National Defense. Uh, so the band Modern West, have you always been in bands, Kevin? Well, I've only been in two, and... and uh when I started, I was in my 20s with a thing called Roving Boy, and then I didn't do it for quite a while because there is this thing about actors making music, and and, uh, and uh, my wife said to me, you know, my, I was married a second time, and she found that early music, and she kind of said to me, she goes, what's with this? And I said, oh, that's just something I did. I'd gotten hit pretty hard by a critic at one point over the actor you know, music thing, right. which is an easy target if you will. Sure. And I, it, but it bugged me. The things were going so good with the movies. I said, "Well, I'm not going to go through this crap." And uh, that was unlikely because I usually don't back down from anything. <laughs> but I kind of did. Man. I didn't need it. And when she found the music, she said, "You know, hey, what is, what is this?" And I said, "Ah," oh. and she goes, "Well, why don't you do that?" And I just kept, you know, him and you know, not like a kid who won't take out the trash or doesn't want to eat right, vegetables. Right, I right. I'm going like, I'm not going to. And she finally looked at me and she said, let me ask you something. And I said, okay. She goes, are you happy when you're doing this? And I said, yeah. And she goes, do you think the people in front of you are happy when you're doing this? And I said, yeah, I think so. And she said, well, Kevin, what could be wrong with that? Right. Right. And it, and it was such simple advice from your partner, and it literally released me. So about 16 years ago, um, created Modern West, and um, and two of the guys that were in that first band are in this band. So uh, what we do is wherever I go, wherever I'm making music, um, that's what we do. Um, that's cool. And it's a, just a, it's great for me to be in front of people in a live, in a live situation. That's what I, that's what I like. I, I've never liked going places where people are just looking at you because that's a giant disappointment. You know? but <laughs> it's a gap to I'm fill, like, isn't it? Hey, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, whatever people's expectation or, you know, like, and so, and, and, you know, for me, you know, it, it, uh, there's no picture being taken. There's no, there's no autograph. It's two hours of just being with them. That's cool. And no one can stop the show. And that feels really good to me. Yeah, John Dutton wouldn't back down, Kevin. You know that. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we had an opportunity a couple of days ago to interview the nephew of Miles Davis. And as a, as a music guy, you have to appreciate the importance of that. And just that was such a uh, it, it was such a great moment for me to have somebody on that co- connected with that kind of legacy. What, what kind of music do you like? Well, just speaking of Miles for a second, in, in Waterworld, there's this moment where I'm on the, the boat um, and it's kind of sailing at night. It's one of the more quiet moments in, in, in Waterworld, and it's Miles playing. Um, you know, he's somehow salvaged some old CD and, you know, and made it work in that futuristic wow. thing. So it's interesting you say him. But I, I kind of grew up in the 60s, and I... It was across the board for me, you know. Um, I was I was just listening to, to 
you know, the, 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 the you know the four seasons, and I sure. listen to the door. Sure. Then I listen to the, the the you know you know the the, the you know the group Simon and Garfunkel, and listen to you know you know you know it was just it was all over the place the music, and so I've always liked structure. I was trained classically on the piano, so I our band is is I think really works on that part. You know it, it, the, the, the We've, we've recorded probably about 80 songs, and um, and the only ones we record are the ones that I think somehow get over the top. That's so cool, uh, Kevin. I know I know we got to go, but uh, man, thank you so much for your time. I would encourage everybody to check out Modern West, uh, the band, and Yellowstone is back. Kevin, thank you so much, and uh, uh, much success. And if you see a, an RV roll into your area with the the plates ten cup, please uh, knock on the door. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm coming over for a cup of sugar. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Dennis Quaid is an actor known for a wide variety of dramatic and comedic roles. First gaining widespread attention in the 80s, some of his notable credits include Breaking Away, The Right Stuff, The Big Easy, Inner Space, Great Balls of Fire, and The Rookie. In 2017, he started in A Dog's Purpose, followed up by A Dog's Journey. Dennis Quaid joins us on The National Defense. Hey, Randy. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right this morning. Where are you, by the way? Hunkered down on a, on a horse ranch with my wife. Beautiful. It's not. Uh, it's not too bad. Well, where are you, where and where and how are you? Uh, my fiance and I are here in West Los Angeles. Our home and the kids are are here, and uh, we're just hunkered down, really getting to know one another. Have you gotten anything productive done during the uh, quarantine? A lot because it's, it's uh it's a great time to be launching a podcast platform. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. not something out of the blue. This really started uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. I had never listened to a podcast truthfully. And uh, my friend and now business partner uh jared sometimes called jingle jared asked me to do a podcast uh which was the first time a podcast had been used to launch a record called bear and a banjo and we <laughs> did it with t-bone burnett and oh yeah uh, bob dylan contributing lyrics and uh, Pooh bear who wrote a lot of justin bieber songs and like i said it was the first time a podcast had been used to launch a record uh, a true fiction of of american music history and from there, we broadened our ideas. It turned out to be the number two music podcast last year. Man, and well, congratulations. From there, we decided to start a platform, and that platform is called Audio Up. And all of our podcasts can be found on Audio Up or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And uh, we, you know, we, we want to go across all genres. I have a show called The Denissance, which is Something I thought I would never do, but here I am doing it. Uh, and you're good uh, at it. You know, I just listened to your uh, Billy Ray Cyrus on uh, the Denissance, and you really, you. your questions are so good, and they're so different than any other kind of interviews that I've heard, and you, you really kind of get pretty deep, don't you? Well, as an actor, my favorite part of being an actor is research for roles, and I've played all, I've had such a lucky life. I've played astronauts, I've played writers, I've, I've you know, I've been in the military, I've, I've, I've played Jerry Lee Lewis, I've played, you know, I've, all these different kinds of roles. And, you know, with that comes really kind of an interview and, a, and a delving into what's, what makes that person tick. 
and try to capture the essence of them. And I sort of used that same format, only invite other people to listen in on it and get behind uh, some people that they think that they know and find out something different about them. Yeah, well, you certainly did that with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. And, and we find out stuff about you, like you were relate, you are related to Gene Autry? Yeah, he was, he's my third cousin. He That's crazy. My father's first cousin grew up with him. And uh, I, Gene Autry, of course, was, for those listeners who don't know, was a singing cowboy yeah. uh, back in the 30s. Huge. He also was probably, uh, in today's uh, dollars, the the most successful businessman as far in entertainment. He, well, he, owned he, mo he owns most of California, right? Oh, well, he bought KTLA, which was uh, you know a television station out here, which was the only television station really west of the Rockies at the time. Wow! And wound up buying the uh, the Angels. Used to be the Anaheim right. Angels, right? The Los Angeles Angels, and uh, I got to meet him uh, when I did the movie uh, Wyatt Earp. Oh wow! I grew up listening to stories about him, and um, what a fellow. Oh. Wish I could interview him, but he's oh, man. not here. Oh, what man. What a great career. You mentioned Wyatt Earp. I was just putting together my uh, Dennis Quaid uh, quarantine movie list, and so you got uh, The Right Stuff. It's got to be on there. The Big Easy. The Rookie, yeah. which is fantastic. A Dog's Journey. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, right. Wyatt Earp. I Can Only Imagine, which is also a great movie. Dennis, is there any movie that wasn't so big that people need to see that you're especially proud of? Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them that weren't so big that I was actually proud no, of. Well, no, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, One of the I, 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 just, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> great balls of fire. Great balls of fire. Oh, great balls of when fire was great. When it initially uh, came out, was uh, not a big success, and you know, neither was Inner Space. Actually, that was a really great comedy from from that era. And uh, you know, Frequency is is another movie that. Uh, uh, that I'm, my heart is very close to. That's a great movie too. We're talking to Dennis Quaid here in the National Defense, his new uh, podcast, The Denisance. And I got to tell you, as as a guy who has always loved April Fools, the way that you launched this podcast was well, phenomenal. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, we wanted to come up with a with an interesting way to launch and our launch date at originally was April 1st. And, uh, so we came up with this idea that Dennis Quaid is doing, doesn't trust the internet and he's releasing his podcast on cassette tape. <laughs> because I love it. It's oh, very with, with, with a Walkman. You get that really wonderful sound that's unique to cassette tape. <laughs> Right, because yeah, the internet is just so uh, clunky that it's just easier to, to get a set of eight cassettes. Yeah, and you get all that buffering, you know, where it goes around and around and around. And I love the fact that the uh, the cassettes are only $40 each. Yeah, and was, please be kind and rewind. Oh, my gosh, that was <laughs> so good. We did an April Fool's joke uh, here in Kansas City once, and I've uh, we, we had the same pattern, my wife and I, for many years. I would do my April Fool's joke, and then we I would get fired and would move to another city on April 2nd. So <laughs> she was always packing, you know, and, and ready to go. And we But we did one here one time that caused a little bit of a, 
a stir where we introduced, uh, we said the mayor would come out with a uh, pet tax and you had to uh, bring... You had to bring your pet to City Hall to be weighed, and if it was over 40 pounds, it was going to be like $50 for each 10 pounds. And <laughs> and people actually showed up on the steps of City Hall, and then, and, and then I w- of course, I was fired, and, and, you know, we moved around some more. But, uh, no, I just, I, I appreciate uh, a really great April Fool's joke, and that was fantastic. Yeah, you know, you, you, it takes courage to do an April Fool's. Well, it, it does. It really, yeah, it, yeah. Maybe misguided courage, but you know, whatever. Right. right, we just can't help it. That's right, exactly. So, have you um, uh, during the the quarantine period here, uh, besides the the productivity that you're that you're doing, and it is a great time for creativity. Have you been binge watching anything? Uh the Tiger King. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Of course, yeah. It's a phenomenon. I think everybody's gotten involved with that story. And uh, just finished that last week. Been watching a lot of really old movies, you know, back from the 50s. And oh, wow. We we run out of things to watch. I, I, I'm, I'm so bored. I'm, watch, I'm watching uh, uh, golf tournaments that have already been played. <laughs> and it's so... My you wife, find yourself getting excited? Yeah, my wife goes, "That's you know that's from last year. And I go, I know. I can't remember who won. And it's, it's well. When you get to the point where you're listening to golf tournaments on, uh, on the radio, <laughs> I, replay, just, I just listen to the on, on cassette. <laughs> yeah. Where, uh, so who else is on the Denisons? Who who else can we listen to? Who have you had? Well, we have a wide variety of people that we're going to have. Yeah, you know, that really reflects my life, the my lucky life that I've had. We're starting out with Billy Ray Cyrus today, which is a great story of second chances in yes. life and also a family and um, a spiritual journey that he's had with a sweet soul. Um, I really relate to him. I've had my own opportunities for second chances in life. I'm going to have Tanya Tucker. Oh, wow. Uh, Loretta, yeah, Loretta Lynn. Billy Bush, who is another story of second chance. Uh, yeah. Uh, come roaring back. And um, we're going to have Jimmy Morris, uh, who I played in The Rookie. Uh, Albert Pujols, uh, we're going to talk to him about you know, what it's like to be the oldest player in, um, right. in, in baseball. And uh, also, you know, what a great career he's had. And there's a whole other side of him, uh, his marriage and his foundations that no one knows of. Hmm. where he came from and uh what's going to go on with baseball this year well you know speaking and, of uh, speaking of baseball when you did the rookie didn't you got you had a, a pitcher from uh pittsburgh uh help you out with that right uh jim gott was uh yeah he was really helped me out with uh and i here in la and i hadn't been on a pitching mound since i was in in uh little league tell you the truth oh, wow. I, uh, luckily i had six months to prepare for it and he'd come over to my house every other day to pitch and then once a week i got to go over to dodger stadium and pinch pitch on the mound oh my gosh stadium. and that was i mean talk about a dream come true oh that had to be a thrill yeah well yeah. i mean i can't believe that you hadn't played since little league when you did that i mean you were just so convincing in that well thank you i i just I didn't want to be fear strikes out, you know, uh, the, uh, <laughs> right. I don't know if you know that, Burby. but, uh, I, I never put myself on a radar gun because I didn't want to be disappointed. 
I just wanted to look like I could roam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> up to speed. And, uh, Had, so what was it? Really what was the, what was the fastest? It, I mean, did you ever measure it? I never put myself on a radar gun, like I said, because yeah. that would have been <laughs> that would have been such an ego blow. But I don't think I could have handled it. Hey, we're talking to Dennis Quaid here on the National Defense, and at least you are uh, you're quarantined with your family. You got your wife there. I interviewed somebody um, a couple of days ago, Sean Evans, who does a show called uh, Hot Ones. I don't know if you've seen that or not. And, no, uh, I have not. That's uh, it's an interesting. You should watch that. It's on YouTube, and it's where celebrities are interviewed while they're eating progressively spicier hot wings. Ah, it's interesting. Well, it's, it's called hot wings. But the but the unfortunate thing for him is he is uh, engaged to a former Miss California, and they're not together. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I well, my fiance, my fiance, and I are here together. Yeah. Left uh, LA. Thank goodness, man. Right. <laughs> it was actually like one day because uh, she was in Austin at the time, and we kind of barely made it under the wire. And uh, it it really does help to have somebody that you love, and it's also. <laughs> I guess it's great premarital counseling. Well, it's exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's all or nothing at that point, isn't it? Right. We were supposed to be married uh, in Hawaii on April 4th, in fact. uh, Oh, wow. That's been put off. But we we didn't have a wedding day, but we're having wedding nights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, listen, Dennis, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. I want to say a big hello and a salute to, to all of our military out there. Uh, who just do such a great job for this country. Thank you for your service. I really mean it when I say that. And uh, uh, whether you're stationed overseas or or here at home with your families, God bless you and you and your families. And and uh, something really great is going to come from all this. I Absolutely. know. It's going to coming together in this country that like I think I've ever, never seen. Absolutely, man. Thank you, Dennis. You know, you don't have to be a five-star general to be involved with the National Defense. You can subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to the National Defense. The National Defense is written and hosted by me, Randy Miller, and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us online at thenationaldefense.com.